Welcome to the Lifestyle Edit Podcast, a show about creative female entrepreneurs and the businesses they've built. I'm your host, Naomi Mdudu, the Lifestyle Edit founder, business strategist, and coach to creative female founders ready to scale their businesses with intention. Each week, I sit down with a guest to pull back the curtain on the strategies successful entrepreneurs are implementing to scale their income and increase their impact. We are cutting out the fluff to give you weekly insights to uplevel your mindset and tap into your infinite potential to create a life and business you love on your own terms. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. Hi friends and welcome back to another solo episode of the Lifestyle Edit podcast. So I have been surveying you guys to find out what the biggest things that you've been struggling with in your business at the moment. And one of the things that have kept coming up is about increasing your rates. So I wanted to do a quick solo episode just talking about a few strategies that you can implement straight away to confidently start increasing your rates and also just make the case about why you need to be doing this and why you need to be doing this consistently. Um, So I want this to be really actionable so that you can walk away with lots of things that you can start implementing straight away. So first things first, perceived value matters. We are all wired to believe that there's a positive correlation between price and value. So (laughs) let's, let's use a favorite example of mine. So ordering wine from a menu in a restaurant. How many times, be honest, have you chosen the second option on the menu because you assume the cheapest one is bad? And restaurants know that, which is why, in actual fact, they tend to put the cheapest wine at a slightly higher price than the house wine, the one that's at the top, which is why it's the most profitable. I know that because in my former life, I wrote a feature about it but I digress. Um, It's the same with art. The higher the price, the more valuable people assume it is. So see, value is all about perception and our perception is often informed, um, is, is informed by the price. So we use price as a cue for quality. So we don't make it up. That's just how we have been wired. We see a positive correlation between price and value. So we need to take that knowledge about the way consumers behave and apply those principles into our business. And I've seen it with clients in the past. They've tried to price their products or services as low as possible to make it accessible because they are trying to make the biggest impact in the lives of the people they serve as they possibly can. But when they do that, people don't buy. Why? The resulting response is the perceived value. People couldn't believe the promises that my clients were giving because they couldn't understand why someone would give away that much value for a low fee. So they were actually dubious because it was so cheap or affordable. It actually undermined the credibility. So if you are constantly trying to keep your prices ridiculously low to make it accessible, not only are you limiting the opportunity to bring in more revenue, you're also robbing yourself of the opportunity to make an impact with the people who really need you because they are not buying in. Okay, so 
Next thing that I want you to really think about is raising your prices consistently. So remember, as you're growing, as you're investing in your personal development, you're adding more value to your clients and helping them achieve better and better results. So that needs to be compensated. Every time I have up-leveled in my personal development, I have seen it in the results of my clients. Every time I have rapidly grown my bottom line, I've seen the same correlation in the bottom lines of my clients. So like I said, and I, I say this all the time in these solo shows, that it's so important. It's all about value. By investing in ourselves and constantly improving, we are providing more value for our customers or clients. It's the added value that requires you to increase your prices. So there's a lot of inspirational quotes that you see on things like Instagram about, you know, charging what you're worth and advice that says that you should constantly be looking at what your competitors charge. And I don't entirely agree with that. You could be two years into a business compared to somebody else who's been in the in the business for double the amount of time, but you're providing your clients with double the amount of value and getting them far better results. And on the flip side, just because you've been doing something for a long time doesn't mean you're entitled to charge more either. I've seen it in the media industry. Journalists who've been doing what they do for a long time, but may not necessarily have the skills to now compete in this digital world, which is just a reality or publicists who are masters in print, but may not have the skills to offer their clients a 360 approach that clients are demanding now. So in growing your rates, it's not about, you know, what is the person next to me doing? You need to really think about what's the value that I'm providing. Has, from the time that I, my prices were what they are, what they currently are, like, why is it now that I am in a position to 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 increase them? What value are they getting? People are always willing to invest in people, products, services that help them get to where they want to go. So the more you can explain the tangible value add, oh, it makes such a big difference. So the more value you provide, the higher your rates can become. Greater results, more revenue. And please, please, please don't misinterpret what I'm saying. As human beings, we are all inherently worthy. But when it comes to business, people only buy from people who they believe can solve their problems. And they're only going to be willing to pay a higher premium when the value add is increasing. So sometimes higher rates means greater focus and therefore better results. So how many times have you signed up for something for free and not followed through? Think of how many webinars you've signed up for, freebies you've opted in for, but done nothing with or haven't even opened. That's the reason why, especially as service-based businesses, we often have to charge people a higher rate for them to get the results they want. When you invest in something, you pay attention, you show up and you do the work. Why do you think exercise classes have a penalty fee if you cancel late or you don't show up? They know that they need to charge you in order for you to take it seriously. And the same is with a trainer, where if you're working out on your own, you might slack off. But when you have a trainer and you're paying, you show up and you make sure that you're getting the most out of your money. I remember listening to a podcast episode and um, the guy being interviewed was saying that he hired a trainer and he would say to his trainer that they'd meet in Central Park and the trainer could literally leave 
from the moment they actually hooked up in Central Park. He just needed to pay someone who would to put him under pressure to actually wake up. Like once he was there, he could totally do it on his own. But it was about that accountability. And it's true. Sometimes we need to charge our clients a premium amount to make them show up for themselves. And remember, it's not a one size fits all. The amount that you need to charge to get your clients or customers to take it seriously depends on who your ideal clients is. So strange example, but think about like a bail, bail bond, right? The amount that bail is set at is commensurate to the income of the individual. If it was a multimillionaire, putting a 5,000 bail isn't really going to work. So it's always commensurate to the income of the individual. So the same applies here. You need to think about rates that make your specific target audience show up so that you can help them get the results that they desire. And remember, I don't want you to feel icky about that because remember, any time when we're setting our rates, increasing our rates, we are always adding more value. So it's not just, okay, I'm just a pie in the sky. This is what my rates are going to be. Every time we're up leveling and we're increasing those rates, we are always reinvesting and making sure that the the value add is commensurate to that. And I know that (laughs) increasing your rates can feel really scary. I've experienced it firsthand. It took me so long to increase my rates. And when I did, I instantly started attracting clients who were not there to mess around. Seriously, it was like chalk and cheese. They were willing to do the work and were constantly eager to learn and grow, which inspired me to do my best work too. So none of us started our businesses to work with clients that don't inspire us and people who are just not willing to do the work. So I promise you, when you start increasing your rates to where they should be, you will notice a difference. And I know a lot of you are going to be thinking, so what if I get kickback? So what I found in my business and with many of my clients is that very often the clients that will nickel and dime you about your rates and complain are typically the ones that are costing you way more than they paid you anyway. They're the ones that are never happy. They're constantly complaining. They are the ones that are constantly trying to exceed the boundaries that you clearly established when you first started working with each other. They cause you constant stress and anxiety. So you need to be willing to let those clients go to make space for ones that will do the work, who will value your time and value the work you do enough to pay you what you deserve. Every time somebody is nickel and diming you when you're having those conversations, Number one, they're telling you that they don't believe that you're going to create the transformation and the results that you said that you're going to deliver, which creates a bad taste in your mouth. It makes it difficult for you to then show up for that person. And if you're not showing up for that person, they're not going to, they're definitely not going to get the results. So it's just a negative energy exchange from the beginning. But if you actually love working with those lower paying customers and the numbers actually make sense, then your next step may be about creating more of a product suite so that there are different ways to working with you. So it's not always about, you know, increasing your rates and letting lots of people go. Absolutely not. There are people that you will love working with um, and really enjoy and do really show up on those kind of lower price packages and services that you offer. So instead of increasing your rates, 
it might actually make sense to add a more premium offer so that you're creating this product suite. So there are different price points and different ways to work with you. Your focus should then shift to thinking about how you can solve a bigger problem. How can you how can you solve a problem that require that people are willing to invest in? Bigger problems. The bigger the problem you solve, the more people are going to be willing to invest in you to fix it, in you or your product or service. Um, so maybe you need to incorporate a more high ticket offer that solve bigger problems, so that you can generate more income from those. So. In my eyes, that's what makes entrepreneurship so special. We create solutions and businesses where other people simply see problems. Think of companies like Uber, a big problem that we all felt. They turned that problem into a solution. Wooly Parker, again, big problem. A lot of people felt they turned it into a solution. They found a solution. Grubhub, just eat. So it's if you want to increase your how much revenue you're bringing into your business, but you don't want to increase your rates, I want you to think about how can you introduce more high ticket offers by solving bigger problems. The next thing that I, I often get asked is how to know whether the price is right. And I wish that I had a really complex answer that I could give you, but The simple answer is that it needs to feel aligned. That's why I believe it's so important to really map out the value add, to think about the transformations that your ideal client wants and how you know that you can deliver on that. I always want to be 10xing the amount of value based on what people are paying me. So when you've mapped that out um, and then you have that track record and you're working with clients and you're seeing those results, it gives you confidence to stand by your prices when you're talking to potential clients because you know that your product or service over delivers on the results that they want. So can you see why just looking at what your competitors do, that's not going to help you. Um, You need to know that where your level of expertise is right now, that you can actually deliver on that. Um, Just because the industry is saying that this is the price, um, your expertise may not be where that other person who is charging a, a high ticket offer is. So you need to be able to sit with it, map out the value so that it feels aligned. It also makes sure that your bigger goals are at the forefront when you're leading with the transformation and the value. So for example, if my revenue goal was $1 million in a year, I can calculate how many clients I need to work with based on my current product suite to hit that goal. So just say for argument's sake, just to keep things easy, that I had one signature coaching package that cost $5,000. So that would mean that I would need to work with 200 clients to hit that revenue goal. Um, So that means I've added value to 200 people's lives. That means I've changed the business of 200 people and of all of the people they touch, their families, their lifestyles, their well-being. The lessons I've taught them has also enabled them to add more value into the lives of the people they serve too. So especially like when I'm coaching coaches, I'm able to help them transform their businesses, but also the people that they're coaching. It's like this beautiful energy exchange. 
So by me setting that big audacious revenue goal of generating a million dollars in revenue in one year, I've ended up impacting far more people than had I not set that big audacious goal. So the income is connected to how much value I put out in the world. I had to work with 200 people in order to hit that goal. So the moment that I started thinking about money in that way and thinking about how is that money showing up in the world? How and by audacious goal, am I creating more value? It completely reframed how I felt about increasing my income. So I really invite you to do the same. Whenever you're getting resistance, when it comes to pricing, increasing your rates and just pricing and money in general, um, again, more value, the more value you give and the more tangible it is about what the transformation will be, what the results will be, the more you'll be able to step in your power when it comes to your pricing. Because like I said, somebody else can say, this is what you're worth. This is what you should be doing. If you, if you're having a conversation with a potential client and you know, you've, someone's now told you that you should charge 10,000 bucks for that program or that product or service. And, you know, you're feeling awkward about it. And it's like, oh yeah, okay. My, it, it costs 40, you know, 10 K. The client is going to feel like, well, you seem a little bit iffy about it. So if you can't stand by the price, that's not making me very, feel very confident that you're going to be able to deliver on it. So lead with value, map it out and I promise you when you start thinking about it in that way and about how that revenue goal or that new pricing structure equates to the value that you're putting out in the world, it just changes everything. And I don't want you to think that it's a quantity thing about how many people that you're working with. Sometimes increasing your prices means that you don't have to work with as many clients. So you can actually go deeper with a handful of clients rather than doing, you know, a surface level transformations with, you know, three, four times the amount of clients. Um, but the, the uniting factor is all about value. The more value, the more revenue. As always, guys, I really hope that you found this episode helpful. I know that rates and money can feel really triggering um, of, of money stories and money blocks. So I really hope that you found this episode helpful. And if there's anyone that you know that's struggling with this and needs support, please do send this episode on. And if you've got any value from this episode at all, I would absolutely love if you could rate and subscribe today. It is without a shadow of doubt the number one way that we can get our content in front of more female founders. So thank you as always for tuning in and connect next week. So that's it for this week's episode of the Lifestyle Edit podcast. You can download more episodes of this podcast and subscribe in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. If you enjoyed what you heard, we would love a review or recommendation. It's the number one way for us to share these stories and insights with as many creative female entrepreneurs as possible. And don't forget, all the information on how to join the TLE community is in the show notes or simply head to thelifestyleedit.com to sign up up.